Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Everybody, welcome back to the My Favorite Sister podcast. Welcome back and happy Sunday slash Mother's Day for you know. Yeah, it's true. Those who are celebrating, <laughs> um, it's it's or I like to call it the annual trip to Trader Joe's where the people are you know <laughs> last minute buying flowers. It's like every dad. Yeah. And yep. little kid within like a five mile radius <laughs> has come to Trader Joe's to try to pick out flowers. So true. It definitely was like that in Virginia, like going to Wegmans on the Saturday and Sunday of Mother's Day weekend. That's so funny. I remember one year. UK I went Mother's in, Day already happened hmm. in March. So well, I remember one year um, I was there by myself for I don't know how much shopping and. It was literally like there were no flowers left. Like it had been picked over and you see these. I wish I had had like a lawn chair and popcorn because you just saw these dads running in like panicked. (laughs) I might have been later in the day than like today because there were like plenty of flowers there. Maybe they just like know they need to be stocked up. But it was just like, oh, no, what are they going to do now? No more flowers. Or it's, like, the dads with the kids that, like, aren't normally having to, like, take them shopping and they don't know what yep. to do or, like, what to buy and how to deal, honestly. deal with yeah. them. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic, honestly. Yeah. Oh. The bar is so low, as attributed by the fact that even Jack told me um, yesterday that on Friday his coworkers were asking, like, you know, if anyone had weekend plans, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, well, my wife's getting back from a trip from Canada and stuff. So like, I think after work, I'm just going to go to the store and get something for us to have for dinner. And then we'll probably just like spend the weekend, you know, doing stuff so she can like reset for the Mm -hmm. week. And like, apparently his coworkers of all agendas were like, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Like, that's so nice. I was like, he literally, he literally drove three minutes. I mean, I very much appreciated it. But he literally drove three minutes to the grocery store, bought a frozen pizza and some chicken nuggets. (laughs) I mean, and like brought brought them back. He had the chicken nuggets already in the in the um, oven because I was like giving him updates of like when of our progress because it did taxi ride back since our flight was delayed. So we got like it was like peak traffic time. So it was like you know fifteen minutes out. I was like we're fifteen minutes. We just got on the A five hundred five. And he, like, popped them in the oven. But I was like, literally, it's, like, the bare minimum. I ate them and then went to sleep at 8 p.m. I mean, I'm kind of, like, when you told the story, I was like, what part of this is going to be, like, so revolutionary? He went to the grocery store. Like, I mean, that's just, like, a human thing that has to happen to exist. I mean. Right? I mean, he, the other option would have been, like, if he'd made dinner on the Thursday and had, like, leftovers on Friday, I would have been happy to eat those as well. So it's like. You're like, okay. Um, I was like, what would have been real great? I was like, if you want to do all the grocery shopping without me, that would have been. No, that's impossible. A plus plus, but. 
No. That's impossible. Um, But I just was cracking. He told me that yesterday and I was cracking up. And I was like, the bar, I literally told him to his face. I was like, the bar is so low. (laughs) I guess. I mean, anyways, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, here's to everyone, you know, scrambling to get a Mother's Day gift today, I guess, or <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, we, as Sarah just said, we just got back from Canada. So normally before we start the podcast, we uh, chat for a while. But I feel like today we're like, we have nothing left to say to each other. No. It's just... <laughs> it's, nothing has happened yet. It's like... It's, <laughs> been like a day so since we saw each other in person which is unusual um so did we want to give anyone any highlights from the trip um sure i mean so we the original og reason we went to vancouver was to um see our girl heather Mm -hmm, mcmahon mm -hmm. so we did see her uh, new show it was hysterical Hysterical. and there's no opener which made me laugh because that was so funny and she like introduced herself and it was just so funny well basically so those who don't know she has a couple people have been opening for her one's like her one of her best friends ray but he had said a while ago he wasn't going to canada and based on instagram it seems like he was at a wedding so that's why so she has other comedian opening for her who opened for her on the other two shows she had this that weekend which were in seattle and portland but they, at the beginning of the show, they're like, okay, the show's about to start and Heather will be on because there's no opener because our opener forgot that Canada is a different country. <laughs> so apparently they went to the airport. He didn't have his passport. And so he could not come to Canada. And they were like, you idiot. <laughs> so I think Heather had to do a little like, you know, improving or whatever. A yeah, little more crowd she, she work. Yeah, she, like, Im- improved or um, introed herself. Yeah. I forget what she said, but she was just like, the hysterical comedian <laughs> that you're all here to see tonight, me! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was funny to um, see the difference between, oh, yeah. like, the D.C. crowd and the Vancouver crowd. Obviously, when we went and saw her, like, a year and a half ago in D.C., it was right before Christmas, but it was, like, the stressed out. 30-something women of D.C. where they're like, we just need a drink to go, oh, yeah. or a night to go hard, and everyone was, like, toasting. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, the, Van- the Vancouver crowd was, like, much more chill. Everyone's wearing, like, sweatshirts. Well, it was just, yeah, it was really Not funny. Everyone, but, like, some people were dressed up. Like, people were dressed up. It's very, like, Pacific Northwest vibes. Yeah. Like, and people yes. are coming in. Lots, lots more, like, light wash denim with sweatshirts or, like, flannels. Yeah, it was kind of funny because I was like, I realize this is Sunday night. But also, like, you know, for Heather, it's like cheetah print, sequin, like, you're yeah. going out to a show, you're having some drinks, and people are showing up in, like, North Face Patagonia vests, and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, But there were there were some ladies dressed no, up as No, there were people pitbull. dressed up, too, but... Oh, yeah, and she there dressed was, up like Pitbull, um, that was funny. Yeah, and there was a group where they had, like, made custom t-shirts. Yeah, and, like, that was good. Was, like, a group of, it was, like, two girls and two guys. But surprisingly, that, still, so. like... That was fun. Was not a full theater, like, at all. I don't know where the Canadians came out or where they were at, but um, <clears throat> but it was a fun show, and she put on a good yeah. one, and we had fun. Um, I mean, the calls out in the crowd were, like, hysterical. Some, like, couple had, like, emailed her PA. Oh, yeah. Were coming from so far away. I was like, whatever, six-hour drive? That's nothing. I know. I was like, I drove. I flew ten hours to be here. Maybe we would have gotten a shout-out if she hadn't learned that the, they were, like, a diamond, like... Diamond heirs, yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, what do you do in whatever place? And one of them was like, oh, I used to own a hair salon, and she had sold it. And it was like, okay, well, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a trust fund. Yeah. I was like, hello. <laughs> straight up with all reservations. 
They're like, oh, really? What kind of money? Diamonds. Yeah, it was. I think everyone, every lady in the crowd was like, I don't know. Not necessarily swinging that way, but I mean, for a diamond heiress who has a trust fund, I mean, maybe. It was great. It was hysterical. Um, Then every other, every jewelry shop, I was like, is that the diamond? Yeah, is that the diamond heiress? Is it like Spence's or something? I think was what we saw a lot. Um, There's also people in the crowd that I just love that Heather roasted so bad, like, because they were just shouting out and they're like, Nina, like, shut up. Yep. Um, So funny. It was good. It was good. So, yes. So, we had that. Mm -hmm. Like, that kicked off the day. And then I feel like one of the, probably the highlights was then the next day we went to brunch, um, which was delicious, but like, so much food. But then after that, we went to our, like, kooky spa experience i don't know if it was kooky it was just like we was just we tried to pick something like different the, and i know something forward because i we keep saying like oh we want to do like a weird spa treatment i'm like nothing it's not weird it's just something we haven't done before and we tried to pick i mean they have obviously like a million and one spas in vancouver just like everywhere else but we tried to pick one that we we're like oh this sounds interesting it sounds like something we have not done and whatever yeah, so not just your standard like facial or whatever yeah, so it's a hamam spa and I feel like during the whole entire thing, you and I did not know what was happening the next time. We were literally just like, like, I think we thought it was over after, like, the steam and the scrub part. We were like, oh, that was nice. Like, I guess it's over. Like, Well, no, I knew we had massages after that. But, like, I think what got me was, we, which we both said, I thought the whole treatment was, like, 90 minutes. Yeah. So, like... 30 or 50 minutes, 15 minutes steam, 15 minutes scrub down, yeah. which honestly, since they did both of us at the same time, yeah, we really it was got way extra. longer. It was way longer anyway, because it was one technician doing both of us. And we both got like 30 minutes in the steam room, which was good for my sinuses anyway. But, <laughs> and then we went out and the massage therapist was like, oh no, you're with me for 90 minutes. And my brain was just like, great. I know. We're like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. She's like, do you want to focus on anything? We have 90 minutes together. I'm like, we do? Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what we paid for. Um, yeah. But yeah, so basically, well, that, yeah, it's like. That was why when we were at dinner, we were like, we don't know what's happening. You could like tell us anything right now. Oh, yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, it sounds great. Like, go here, go there. I was like, yeah, you want to break out your like MLM pitch? Now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have gotten me. They'd be like, well, actually, this is like the front for some sort of like cult. I'd be like, well, I feel like this after the treatments of the cult. I mean, I guess <laughs> I'm in the cult now. Like, yeah. They ply you with tea and Madelines or Madelines or whatever yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, I think basically you go in, what we, so they, they bring us in and they're like, okay, put on yeah. the sarong thing. And we're like, all right. Yeah. As we're both like trying to figure out, cause she had it so nicely tied and we we're both like, how did she do this? <laughs> I'm like, all right. So then they take you in this like giant steam room thing. Mm-hmm. And put you in a wall of steam. The sarong that you've tried to tie your tie on without choking yourself is immediately soaked. Yeah. But then they put you, it's a steam room, but then they put you in like a separate room that has like wall, like a glass wall and they're like, okay, yeah, press this button. And, don't, uh, and I was immediately like, this is already too, I was like, I'm going to die. It was like hitting me. She definitely had it pre, she like, definitely oh, had it pre-steamed. It was just a wall of steam that we walked into. And then, a wall of menthol yeah. steam. So we sat there for like 15 minutes and then she came in and started doing the scrub part and so one at a yeah. time we went they, to like, scrub. take you out to the other area. And like lay you on this like marble slab or whatever, and they just scrub, they you, scrub you until you have new skin. It was great, honestly. I mean, for real though, like definitely the bottoms of my feet, like oh yeah, you I got definitely needed a pedicure hardcore, and it's gone all that skin that was like well, just tough. She's like dry, any sensitive areas, gone. and it's like no, but when you're scrubbing your feet, it's just like <laughs> I mean, I feel like 
gonna be ticklish. You're like, ah, for sure, for sure. Mm. Um, but it's great. All I, I know like, is that, like, when you were doing yours, the whole body. I mean, they get up in there, like your underarms, anywhere you had dry skin is gone, is blasted. Yeah. All I know is that it was amazing. I needed like a towel somewhere that was not covered in the menthol steam to wash my wipe my eyes because my eyes. Yeah. it was like you got so sweaty. And then, like, it drips, and you're like, okay, I'll use the sarong to wipe my eye. But, no, the sarong has also been covered in the menthol. It's also soaked. So that was a yeah, bad idea. I was, like, literally in there. I was like, I'm going to lose my eye. Like, I just. <laughs> so, anyways, that part was nice. But then we were done. They're like, okay, now come back into the room, and, like, someone will come get you. And we're like, okay. <laughs> just literally. Yeah, we're just like, all right. It's like, and then they came out and they're like, oh. We have no concept of how no, long it's nope, been, what time nope. it is, because we got there early. And I we're think like, they reserved the whole thing for you, like, during that time period. So, so. so we didn't see any of it. There's, like, no other people there. Just mm-hmm. us. Nope. And they're like, okay, 90-minute massage time. And I was like, yes. And it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It was a great massage. Revolutionary. It was fantastic. Great massage. It was so good. Um, My massage therapist's name was also Sarah, and she really. We met a lot of Sarahs over this trip. We're everywhere. But yeah, she really got in there and like worked on my neck and stuff. It was great. Mm -hmm. And then, and then like, so then like, okay, massage. It's like, I mean, it always sucks because you know when they're getting to the end of it and you're like, I know. No! (laughs) Has it been 90 minutes already? Except for me, I don't know if it's because of the... Parting is such sweet sorrow. I, know. It's so I don't know if it was because of, like, the steam we had just did or whatever, but, like, I feel like more than any of the massage, when I had my face down, I felt like everything in my sinus was, like, mm-hmm. I could not, like, breathe. And I was, like, just, like, praying right. for the time I could, like, flip over and, like, have air. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I was okay, actually. Usually I have But then I tried to blow my nose later, and I was... There was nothing, so I was like, I don't know what that was, but... But anyways, they come out and Sarah's just lounging on the little, and they have these little beds yeah, have, that you mm-hmm. lie on, and they bring you- With lots of pillows and stuff, they bring you some tea and a, like, Madeline, you know, cookie cake thing. And they brought us two, because we asked for another one. It was great. It was great. And then eventually they started to hint that um, we need to get out, because <laughs> we'd been there for, like, three hours. They're like, it's supposed to be, like, a whole- When we left, it was, like, 5.40, and they closed at 6, so it was fine. <laughs> They were like, no rush, but actually, yeah. like, get out. <laughs> we're done with you. Um, I think the- Hey, we tipped we tip we big. Did. It was we fine. Did. We did. Um, I actually have a story about tipping, but I'll get back to that later. Um, but I think what- I still, I'm still thinking about this place, and I told it to Tim as well. Across from Mirage Hamam was a place called Cheesecakes Etc., yeah. Which is not weird, weird, but what was weird about it is it was open from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't I'm understand so what the place is. Have you is looked, it a bar? Have you looked into no, it? No, I've done no additional research. I was just like mind boggled by that. If anyone's from Canada and they know what, is this a chain? Do we know what Cheese Etc. is? Someone, someone shout and tell us because we didn't do any other research because we had dumplings to go eat. So we couldn't wait around until 7. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so we those are like highlights. Let's see. I'm trying to think any other I did like bike tour in Stanley Park. Yeah, that was that fun. was fun. Except we got to show our cycling prowess oh, yes. against everyone else in the group. We were definitely the best. Um <laughs> I mean, which is kinda sad just because I mean I don't know about you, I haven't been on a bike, I mean, unless you kind of spin bike in like years. <clears throat> 
True, but you know, it just stays always stays. Oh, yeah. with you. I mean, it's like riding a bike, as they say. Yeah, and then what else do we do? Well, we did lots of stuff. We, we, went, to, we went to like Capilano, yeah, Central yeah. Bridge Park, and now did the touristy bit, but it was really beautiful and had lots of food and went to like, as you mentioned, Dumplings Restaurant. Then, like, kind of one day after your birthday, for we went to this like Michelin swanky michelin star like small plates restaurant even that though um, like my favorite dish my favorite dish was the like ch- I know. Chips and dip. <laughs> yeah well my th- that's the other thing it's like we went to that michelin star restaurant and even then like people weren't dressed up that like not that we were dressed up super fancy but like i saw people come in and like again a puffer like a vest jacket i was like yeah. where are we yeah, like, i sure. don't understand but yeah, I feel like every time we were like, what was, what have we eaten so far? That's your your favorite thing. We ate so many good things. So we went on a food tour Tons. to Granville Island, um, which was really fun. And we ended up going back there. Yeah. And my first sip of cold brew oh, yes. that I didn't have to make myself. Uh, it was nervous. I will say though, great. Canada, how do I talk? I don't know if it's because it's one of your, co- whatever, the Commonwealths or whatever. Iced tea. How do we investigate this? I mean, I did find more iced tea in Canada than I did in England, but True. it was still few and far between. I had to resort yeah. resort to all, milk tea. They seem to be, which is fine. They seem but, to be all about the all about the iced lattes. Mm. So it was like lots of lattes. Yeah, right? they did have, some, which is the same thing here. You can get iced lattes at the Wazoo, but you can't get just black anything. I was just like, all right. Um, I was like, I don't care if it's like Lipton at this point. Just give me some iced tea. <laughs> like I'm not, I won't be picky. I just don't want it to be sweet. So I did have to drink a lot of milk tea, which was fine, but you know, not as not as healthy as just regular black tea. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Sarah's favorite dish at the Michelin star restaurant room, which we got like eight dishes, was like a chip. Yeah, it was chip literally. And dip. It was literally. It was literally fish and chips, but um, fancy. But it was. It was like. <laughs> it was like smoked. It was like smoked fish onion dip with yeah. like house made potato chips. Whatever. It was amazing. I mean, it was good, but I don't know if I would say it was my favorite. I mean, it was up there. I'd say we had a really good pizza. I, I feel like we had a really good pizza. Like, Oh, yeah. Another, I'm just talking about from, oh, that, from meal that meal only. Yeah. From that meal, like 10 out of 10 immediately, I'm going to get that again if we went back. Yeah, I'd get the cauliflower this Michelin, this again. Michelin, the, yeah, this Michelin star me- menu that we had that we had like eight courses like shared yeah. and like three cocktails and it was like less than 150 pounds yeah. like <laughs> it was crazy um, you can't even get like one dish for two people in london for that yeah so like, and it was wow. really canada pricing i know like... we were all every time we do it we'd be like <laughs> we're like oh this is gonna be so expensive and every time we'd look at it we're like it's not that expensive like <laughs> all right see the number and then i'd actually remember that it's times 0. 0.6 and then it'd be like hello oh, well bring me to you yeah um yeah, so the place is called Published on Maine, if anyone's going to Vancouver, would recommend. The cocktails were yeah, crazy. crazy. The cocktail game was on point at that place. We had okay. I had one, I don't remember what it's called, but basically it had like tequila, Sunny D, like 7-Up, and like the rim had like a lime pixie stick like coating. It was tasty. Yep. But then they had this clear pina colada drink that I do not know how they made. It was amazing. And it is exactly like a pina colada. It looked like water. And I'm just, it was mind-boggling. Yeah, it was so um, cool. I'd say from that meal, my favorite... Let's see. What did I like? I liked everything we ate. Cauliflower yeah, was really I good. your favorite was the cauliflower. Cauliflower was really yeah. good. Um, I did like the dessert as well, though. 
at that place. And we had the couple next to us, like, asking us <laughs> what it well, was. Well, there was yeah. this couple next to us that, first of all, they sat on the same side. So that's already, like, a red flag to me. But <laughs> I think they were... I can allow it in that... I can allow it in that situation because the side I was sitting on, which was the side they were on, was a booth side. I guess. And the tables were tall. And the other sides were, like, stool sides and not even, like, pullback stools. <laughs> I guess. I just... I think it's insane. But... Anyways, they were, he was, like, interrogating the waitress about, like, literally everything yeah. before they ordered it. Like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And so he... That's true. So we had gotten ours there, and we were, like, getting ready to go. And he, like, leans over to us and shows us a picture of what we just ordered. He's like, uh, I hear that you guys just got this. Um, what would you say? And we are like, well... Yeah, he was like, was it good? I mean, clearly the bowl is empty, so we hated it. But we are like, I get... I mean, it was good. We thought it was good. Um, but yeah, had some great pizza, had some great, I don't know, just good food, good food in Vancouver, yeah. had some great dumplings, had some, everything was solid. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say we had a, we had a good, good time, but then we had to, um, we watched like as much Jeopardy as possible. <laughs> well, I will say that. <laughs> that was the week, that was the only weak point of Canada. I know. I think next time we just need to have a way to be able to stream something because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a we stayed at a hotel that was very like businessy, businessy business hotel. Forward, but <laughs> it was actually a very good location. We didn't know. We're business people here for business. Yeah, like huge complex. We we're like, all right, cool. But yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, trying to think of any other highlights we saw. We saw like lots of new birds and some tiny squirrels and yeah all kinds of cute stuff but then we got to the airport and got separated because apparently yeah. i had to be in the u.s immediately and well first of all yeah which is kind of cool but yeah well first of all my flight little did i know had been canceled and i was going to check in for my flight and it was like not oh working so i called air canada and they're like oh that flight got canceled and i'm like oh well no one told me <laughs> um so thankfully, the very nice woman on the phone, because at first she was like, oh, we have like 9.15 or something in the morning, you can leave. And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't want to do that. And also your flight wasn't until like 7 p.m. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but luckily she was able to get me on a later flight, which was funny, because then at the end she was like, oh, do you have a, a seat preference? And I was like, I just kind of assumed you'd throw me on like the top of the plane or like wherever, <laughs> you know, wherever there was a seat. But... Um, but yeah, so we got to the airport and it's confusing. I feel like they didn't tell me that like it was immediately going to be the U.S. Because like the first part was like security and I didn't like go to the global entry line because I was like confused by it. I was like, what? I don't understand. Oh, yeah, that's weird. But then when we got to the machines. I was like, okay, clearly they're, they're trying to do this now for whatever reason. And then it's an interesting idea. I mean, because like there was all these signs. It was like. Once you got past it, like, you're now in the United States. And I was like, I doubt mm-hmm. it. <laughs> based, on, <laughs> based on the fact there's no fast food in this airport. I don't think that's true. <laughs> and it was just like, I don't know. How was it on your side? Because I feel like it was very empty, but also just like quiet and like things were closing super mm-hmm. early. Yeah. On my side, it was definitely quiet. So like when I went through, you know, I had to slug all the way down, drop my bag, slug all the way back to where they had security for our gates or whatever yeah. and then <clears throat> people were just standing there blocking it so i was like weaving through the woman checked my ticket then i was weaving through the lines the initial security guy was like he pulled me aside 
and he was like oh like do you have any electronics i was like no i just have like a small kindle so i took that out he did like a little extra swipey swipe Mm -hmm. and i was just standing there and i was like okay whatever like um and he's like oh well he was like well i'm gonna put you through the fast lane so like it's you know worth you know worth it and i was like okay great sure i was like i don't care if you swipe my bag like whatever for 30 seconds um so he put me through, but then the line, like, joins up with the regular line ah. at some point. So I'm like, am I just, like, cut around? But that's what I did. And no one said anything. So. Like, okay. And other people did that after me. Um, and then I think they they let a few more people through on the quick end and then whatever. So, But then I still was behind some people that clearly had been allowed through and haven't been on a plane in, like, 20 years. Ah. So it was where they have, like, stations for everyone. And so they were trying to get the, like, adult son of this like grandma mom son combo to go to the front mm. one but they just like wouldn't go and the guy was like trying to get them to go because like oh there's no one there I'm like there doesn't need to be a person there to help you yeah like you go there and put your shit on the <laughs> conveyor belt i was like otherwise let me around you but i literally told like i turned to them and i normally never like speak out or whatever but i was just like they want you to go the front one is open they want you to go to it like and they still then the guy had to like security guy still had to like mm. direct them even further i was just like this what a cluster like yeah this that's what happens when you let randoms through fast mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. um but yeah then it got through and it was very quiet um overall it's definitely like big i think mm-hmm. international side of things but really it was pretty quiet except because there was our flights in theory at 7.55 and then a British Airways flight to Heathrow at 8.55 and that was basically it so there were some like fast food places that I think were open um yeah so what had happened was you know because we were driving in the Uber to the airport I was like oh our plane's already arrived like that's great Mm -hmm. like we'll actually take off on time famous last words apparently what happened was the pilot didn't like the plane oh and like you know he was like oh there's some some things with it and I just didn't like it and wouldn't feel comfortable flying it, which I'm like, okay, fine. But also it flew to get here. Yeah. So like, you made it here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so then they had to wait for another plane to come and it was a flight from Toronto mm. that didn't land until seven thirty, And of course our flight was supposed to be at seven fifty, So that was never going to yeah. happen. But in the end it took them, you know, two hours to flip it. Yeah. Even though they're like, it'll be an hour delay, but it took them two hours to flip it. And then we were all fully boarded, like by, I don't know, maybe 9.50 or so. And then we took off around like 10.30. Ugh, that's annoying. But we still were in the time frame because I feel like they always say, like, in the end, we, even though we were delayed like almost three hours mm-hmm. taking off, we still only landed like an hour and a half late. Yeah, that's good, man, some time. Well, yeah. I feel like on my... Luckily, I was able to, like, get kind of some rest because I had my eye mask. And, like, so many people kept their lights on and were awake the whole time. I was like, this is very unusual. Yeah. Um, But whatever. I, I feel like on my <laughs> side, it was, like, there's only two restaurants. One was, like, some bar and grill called, like, Canucks or something. And then mm. there's a Vino Volo, which, I mean, if you've ever gone to any airport in, yeah. like, the U.S. that exists. <laughs> I've never eaten at one. But I was like, all right, I'll go eat here because <clears throat> there's, like, no one in there. So I got a glass of wine and I got like a hummus plate because I was like, well, I need to, I knew by the time I got home, like there was going to be no dinner for me. Yeah. Like 1 a.m. So like, I better eat something. So I'm sitting there, blah, blah, blah. I'm eating. And like this lady comes over that works there and she's like, oh, so like we have, and it's like not even six o'clock yet. Keep in mind at this point. 
And because it's like the first thing I do when I get through security. And she goes, oh, we're going to close at 7. Um, do you got, is this going to be enough food for you? I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. She's like, yeah, we just don't have enough people to like staff it. Because, and she's like, and this is like, this is how I know she's not American. This is clearly a Canadian person. Because like, yeah, she's really talking to me I'll and be being friendly. And she's talking about like the strike. And the first thing in my mind, when she said word strike, I was like, the writer strike? Like, how would that be <laughs> affecting the workers at this Vino Volo in Vancouver? <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, okay. I don't. And then this girl came in like maybe five minutes later. And keep in mind, everything on this menu is, like, cheese boards and, like, charcuterie. Like, there's nothing, like, really cooking that's happening, you know? Yeah. So the girl comes at me, like, 6.05. And the, she's like, oh, just to let you know we're closing at 7. And the girl's like, oh, okay. Like, like I think I could probably down a glass of wine and, like, have some <laughs> cheese by the time 7 rolls around. It was just, like, so whatever. So then I go and find a place to charge. And I'm sitting there for a while and... You know, at some point I knew I was going to get up and get, like, a bottle of water from, like, you know, one of the... So it's, like, it gets to be 8 or fights boarding in, like, 40 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll get up and go to the bathroom and get water. I turn. It was open. There was a Hudson News closed. Hudson News closed. And I was like, it is 8 o'clock. So I had to, like, yeah, that's crazy. walk around and be like, is there anywhere else? It was just so weird. I was like, why is everything closing, like, so early? Yeah, There's still people weird. here. Our thing was, like, because it was, like, you know, would have been our normal boarding time, but then they were, like, nope, planes, like, everything's delayed, we're getting a new plane. So they actually had us move gates, like, all the way from the very end of the terminal mm. to the opposite end of the terminal. And so it was, like, on the walk over there, we walked past all the food places, but then it's, like, okay, do I get something here? Do I wait and see if there's anything down there? And then when I got there, I took my time, like, went to the bathroom, filled up my water bottle at, like, the proper water bottle filler station or whatever uh by the time i got there you know I, I, people are already seated and i'd had a pretty good seat before but there's this area kind of hidden behind a wall of like really comfy couch mm. type seats so i sat there i was like why is no one sitting here nice uh, but then i didn't want to get up after that so i was like okay it's fine I mean, so just when they started boarding then when they called group four because of course i was in group five so i went to the vending machine i was like how much is this stuff and it was like a huge bag of smart food three canadian dollars nice. which is one pound 75 yeah. i was like Kaching, and then I got a bag of um, sun chips and a bag of like famous Amos chocolate chip cookies. Nice. Um, so in the end, I only ate the cookies on the plane, but it was one of those things where it was like, I need food now because it's nine p.m. Yeah. and we ate lunch at eleven. Yeah, I know. We we had not eaten a ton that day. Um, yeah, I mean, luckily for me, my flight was only like two hours, and so yeah. that was nothing. But then just getting once we got going and everything, it was all fine. Oh, but, but. I'll tell you, here's a tip. For a, here's a tipping tip for everyone. So I, you know, at LA they have this whole system to get Ubers, right? So, anyways, go to the go to the pickup. I call an Uber. It takes like five minutes. It's pretty quick, and not that expensive. If anyone comes from LAX, you know they can gouge your gouge your eyes out with prices. Um, so I get in, and the guy's like, he's like, oh, it's gonna be my last ride. He's like, I only picked you up because basically he was, seemed to imply that Uber has a system where they can see like if you're a good tipper or if, like, you're – it, like, pushes you up in some sort of ranking in Uber. He's like, that's why, like, you would you got picked up quick and, like, why you would have gotten picked up quick. And I was like, oh, okay, well, good to know. It's so tip your Uber drivers, the people. They can see that. Yeah. Tip your Uber drivers. And they might not pick sure. you up if you don't. Well, luckily my, you know, and, <clears throat> I was, like, my, in theory, booked 
taxi did show up That's even good. though my flight was you know i'm sure they watch it or whatever like, by the time i got through you know two hours late the thing is they watch yeah. it and stuff obviously like they still picked us up when we were like five hours late coming back from hawaii but it's just obviously they have may or may not have other things mm-hmm. booked that like clashes and it's just like a husband and wife team so yeah you know they don't have like a ton of drivers yeah. or anything um but i feel like they would have had to sort something else out but no she came and that's good. like we walked you know got out so i was home by like six but there's just a lot of traffic so the like one hour 15 drive was more like two hours i will say though uh i also learned that i think uber takes about 50 percent of that fare that you're getting which is i'm honestly surprised it's not more so it's crazy because she's like oh because i knew obviously what i said i would pay to get the ride and he's like oh probably like 27 mm-hmm. bucks this was like half i was like oh my god so definitely i mean tip your drivers because they're doing all the work and yeah well, you but, know, since we're talking about Canada prices, I was like, well, I paid half of what I paid for the spa. I paid for the taxi to get home from the airport. Oh, so I feel like the... the one appointment was hella worth it. And then I went to the chiropractor yesterday. Mm, sounds nice. And I honestly wasn't as bad as I could have been, but it still felt good. I feel like um, the most expensive meal I bought the entire week was at Vino Volo. And it was for, like, <laughs> nothing. Like, barely any food. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'd say we'd, we'd give two thumbs up to Kent, to uh, Vancouver. I, I really liked yeah, it. 10 out of 10. I feel like they have a great city. They have great bike lanes. It was good weather when we were there. I mean, can't say it would be like that all the time, but when we were there, it was very nice. <laughs> Didn't rain. True. I think we were both anticipating it to be, like, raining the entire time. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had rain one time. Nope. Um, Sarah was hot. I was, I was comfortable. <laughs> yeah. It was boiling. It was great. Um, but yeah, I think we had a great time, so... Guess we'll have to plan something for 2024 or whatever, I guess. Yeah, or 25 maybe. Yeah, or 25. Um, Calendars are already getting booked. I know. But, I mean, the one thing we should have been, we it would have been nice if we could have done, but we weren't able to do during the time was watch watch uh, Queen Charlotte. Queen Charlotte, I know. Well, I guess we could have watched it on my, like, tiny phone. I mean, yeah, I guess I could have watched it on my phone too, but... But it's not the same. We had, you know, the room with a humongous TV and couldn't stream it. Nope, we couldn't. We could just watch Jeopardy because that was literally the only good thing on. It's true. Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Yeah, but I like watching Jeopardy. You know, you get a few answers right and then you feel smart. Yeah, you're like, yes, I'm a genius. Um, Well, okay, so we watched, well, I watched all of Queen Charlotte, and Sarah watched, I think, maybe, like... I'm so close! Five-sixths of just, Queen Charlotte. I, yeah, I just watched... I managed to watch the first five today. Um, I just couldn't get to it yesterday. I was like, you know, I slept a lot, and then just had stuff to do, and then all of a sudden it was Eurovision at night, and I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> and then today I got up later than I anticipated, so... Jack went and, like, it was really nice originally this afternoon. He, like, went for a walk. And I was just like, no, I'm tired. I'm just going to lay in bed and watch Queen Charlotte. Watch Queen Charlotte, baby. Yeah. Um, I was like, I need quiet time. Goodbye. So <laughs> I guess the answer, I guess if you haven't watched Queen Charlotte yet and you want to, maybe, you know, don't listen to the rest of this podcast because I'm sure we'll talk about some. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, how much spoilery stuff there is, but, you know, whatever. Know. Just... Or if you are going to watch it or you have watched it and you still want to listen, you know, this is the point where we're going to start talking about it. Um, I think we all know Queen Charlotte is like a Bridgerton, it's a Bridgerton spinoff. It's a prequel, as they say. Mm-hmm. And you know what I've decided? Um, 
Lady Danbury is still the best character. Absolutely. In Bridgerton and Absolutely. in and in Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story or whatever we're calling it. Yeah. One hundred percent. I was already like, yep, she's the, she's best. the best. I immediately knew it was her when they introduced her, but didn't really introduce her. They're kind of like, here's this new yeah. character that you don't know who she is. It's like, well, this is clearly Lady Danbury. Like, you can just tell. Um, but we 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 come back to the, you know, we we've, we've met our queen in Bridgerton. She's very, you know. She's all about those match. She's all about those matches, and like you know, yep. She wants to anoint the jewel of the season, and you know, whatever. And you know, she's friendly. She's got her friends. She's got like Lady Danbury, and she's friendly with other people. And but this is her story. We get to find out how she uh, came to be queen mm-hmm. and her relationship with George. Who we've really only gotten small glimpses of in in Bridgerton. Um, yep. So, I guess we meet her, and she's been married away by her brother, as happens in the time she got signed some engagement contract. And I think they're trying to claim they're in some small province in, like, Germany or something? Germany, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, if you say so. It's, it's it's you know, the sister country to, like, Genovia. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> sure, if you say so. Um, so they bring her over, and she's clearly not not happy about it and you can already tell there's going to be some tension between her and the current whatever princess i guess they called her a princess which is just weird she was the dowager princess and i know why it's because so king george the third um his grandfather was king but his father was never king Mm. his father died first ah okay so the mother never became queen because her husband was never king got it yeah, well, so that's why they call her Dowager Princess, which actually Jack and I just had a conversation yesterday because, of course, while we were oh, away yeah. in Canada, there was the coronation, and we were watching Eurovision last night, and blah blah blah. So we were talking about it a little bit, and he was like, "It's just weird that like, why like they've totally dropped the consort part of Queen Consort, mm-hmm. and now she's just the Queen, and why is that?" And I was like, "Oh, well, because we were talking about it before." I was like, "I've done research, and it's because sexism." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, the queen's husband is always prince because if he became a king, then he would automatically outrank the queen. Ah, I see. So, like Queen Victoria, her husband was always Prince Albert, and same for Interesting. Queen Elizabeth, her husband stayed Prince Philip. Yep. Um, hmm. They gave him, you know, some other title that they'd made up or whatever, but interesting to like appease him. But yeah, so that's the reason why. Um, it just seems weird to us because, like, in our lifetime, it's always been a, like, singular monarch yeah. and then, like, prince or whatever. So it does seem weird mm. to have both. Oh, but yeah, I guess through history. Th- and that's why that's why it was, like, the queen mother. So, like, yeah. Queen Elizabeth's mother was the queen, even though it was really her father that was the king. So that's why. Where uh, did Jack have any thoughts on the coronation or whatever? Since... Um, I think his main thought was just that, like, after the actual like crowning he was like you know they have to do the crowning and whatever he's like the rest was weird (laughs) he's like it just the whole thing just felt weird like Mm. yeah i think the country's not into it so on the whole doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it i feel like i've seen pictures where it's like you see like charles and camilla and you're like cool and then you see like kate and william who look like way more like royal and stuff like (laughs) or whatever yeah whatever it doesn't matter i'm sure it won't i mean we'll see how 
Yeah, it's kind I of interesting as a as, as long a, as his parents. I don't know. Yeah, as a pseudo outsider, you know, because it's like I feel like everyone's like smack talking Charles for the last forty years, and then immediately when he became king, when Elizabeth passed, I'm like, oh, we like Charles now. And I was like, yeah, but do you really? Because then the coronation happened, and already I was like, the tables have already been turning the last like month leading up to this. I was like, what happened to like we love Charles, Team Charles now? Like, <laughs> yeah, like it didn't last I long. Mean... But I think it's just the over like indulgentness of it. Sure. Very old, and I don't know. Every, people are not into it when the whole country is in economic crisis. Yeah, very and TikTok. and the Brits are very much of like ooh, like when something's in poor taste, that's like not good. I feel like I saw some TikTok where it was very, like, it perfectly encapsulated, like, you have this huge carriage that's, like, beautiful and going over roads that have, like, potholes in them or, like, <laughs> because you can't afford to fix the potholes, but, like, yeah. spending all this money I feel like this I, did, I did see that, and then I saw another one that was, like, oh, no, that's where, like, the manhole covers are, and they, like, cover them for the horses, but I'm, like, mm, I feel like I, the first one's more believable. Yeah, I'm, like, meh, all right. Um, it's just also one of those things where it's like they are the wealthiest some of the wealthiest people in the world so like they could have just paid it for it themselves you know if he wants to be he he's all about being like the modern king and blah 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 and i'm like okay then just pay for your own shit it's like couch money yeah i will we can all agree though that prince louis was the star of the show right (laughs) he's making the faces and being like i don't want to be here anymore this sucks (laughs) So I think that'll be, I think the kids will be fun to like, you know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. They always bring, bring the funny at these, all these events. <laughs> I think they've had to attend so many like royal things, you know, like. True. But, um, okay, well anyways, back to the thing. So back to the actual, the fictional. <laughs> the the fictional, fictional history of King George III, who was a real king and it is like based in historical fiction well so. i don't know if you watch it yet but i sent you the this tiktok where it was just keep in mind that the the king from hamilton like the king george from hamilton is the same yeah the same george <laughs> that they're referencing in yep. Charlotte. so um well anyway so she they bring her and they're immediately like you're getting married and like it's literally like the next day or something they're like really rushing it through and um she keeps trying to ask Everybody like, what's the king like? <laughs> and no one will tell her. Like, like, is he ugly? Is he? What's his deal? Yeah, like, what's what? <laughs> oh, we get introduced to Brimsley, who we yes. also met in Bridgerton. Who's her? I don't know what he's called. Like her personal valet. Yeah, her or... like valet. I don't know. He's not really like a footman because he like follows her around all the time. But yeah, yeah, he's just like her, her personal, personal assistant. assistant. He never leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and. He, he gave me very, like, um, what's his name from Grey's Anatomy? George from Grey's Anatomy. Literally, the yeah. actor they have playing him, I'm like, is this person related to T.R. Knight? Like, they he looks so, so similar. Yeah. It was throwing me off, like, every, every, every time. Same. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she's, like, decides, and they're like, the queen is miss or the, the bride is missing, and she's, like, trying to hop over a wall, and that's where we have our first encounter with with her and George, and it's very cute. Um, and they seem they seem kind of smitten with each other. Um, and they, you know, go through with the wedding or whatever, and everything's good until yeah. until uh, at the end of the that, night, they ride yeah. off in their carriage, and he's like, "Okay, here's your new house." 
And she's like, Audi 5000, see, see you never. Yeah. And she's like, what? I, I'm trying to remember if that's where we got our first, like, strings, like, song, like, cover, or if it was later. It was Halo. I know it was that. Yeah, we had Halo. Technically, we had one just right at the start, like, oh. when they arrived Did for we? the okay, contract or whatever. Yeah, it just started right away. I missed that. Um, tired today. Um, I don't remember what it was, though. But... Yeah, he's like, I'm out, and she's like, but it's our wedding night, like, she's like, I'm not really sure what's supposed to happen, but I know something's Something. supposed to happen. <laughs> but he just pieces out, but he kind of, like, this whole, this whole thing was like, oh, I'm just George, and, and that, you don't have to call me, like, you know, imagine whatever, formally, and then, but then he pulls, like, a power move, and it's like, I have decided you're staying here, and I'm leaving, and whatever, and she's like, okay, whatever. So then we, she begins her honeymoon, which sounds so fun. Like, yeah, just by herself in her house or whatever that this new house that they have her in. I don't know. And she's just like, oh, okay, like I'll go out and I'll go to shows and have friends. And they're like, no, you're on your honeymoon. You cannot leave. <laughs> she's like, this sucks. Um. Oh, but we also get introduced to. So this whole reason they're having her marry the king they're calling it like the great experiment mm-hmm. to try to like i assume to have like people of color be more integrated like as part of the society of england or whatever yeah but like not on almost not on purpose it's like they've gone and done it and now they have to lean into it and yeah. um like make it seem like, like a purposeful these... choice exactly but there's all these like the mom the mom from sure. game of thrones <laughs> They're like, kind of like, we're not Catherine sure Stark. how things are going to work and blah, blah, blah. And, um, well, anyway, so we get introduced to Lady Danbury, who's not at the time, not Lady Danbury. We just meet this young woman who seems pretty miserable with this yeah. old man she had to marry. And I love her and her, like, ladies, maid or whatever, mm-hmm. Coral. They're funny. Um, but anyways, all of a sudden they get invited to this, the royal wedding. They're like, huh, why would we get invited to this? You know, and she's kind of like questioning it, but she shows up and it's very clear, like one side of the aisle <laughs> looks more like Queen Charlotte and the other side of the aisle looks like more like King George. And then they get dis- dis- bestowed titles by the yep. queen of Lord and Lady Danbury. So that's like their entrance into the high society. So, um, so she, like, introduces herself to the queen at some point, I think, at the wedding. She's like, you know, be careful, but if you, like, you ever need me, like, you can call me or whatever. So, at some point during the honeymoon, they sneak her in, because she's not supposed to be having visitors. And Brimsley's like, maybe if you had one, One. (laughs) it could be discreet. Um, and so then Lady Danbury gives her a little lesson in, uh, what's supposed to be happening. Or I think she was very like, wait, have you consummated this marriage? And she's like, I don't think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you have to. Otherwise, this whole marriage isn't real. <laughs> and like, I think Lady Danbury was very <laughs> trying to explain to her like why this whole marriage is important yeah. for like not just her, but like, you know, other people of the town or whatever. Yep, for sure. Um, Trying to think what. So yeah, then we get like Charlotte gets fed up and she goes to see the king. 
And he's just been in his observatory for the entire week, I guess, looking yeah, at stars. Just, just looking at space. Looking at space. Um, trying to think, like, if anything... I mean, we. It, I think the show is just, like, a lot of back and forth between, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on with George. Mm-hmm. And then, like, them kind of, I guess, falling in love or whatever, in theory. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you just have that, and then, obviously, it does, like, cut back to, like, the current time. Oh, Where, you know, we have, is apparently they had 13 children uh, that, like, lived to adulthood. Mm-hmm. out of 15 and yeah. not us like there was one that was like married and was gonna have a grandchild or whatever so yeah. i think that oldest actually uh yeah. and then but his wife died in childbirth so now there's like no heir, no legitimate heirs and so lady whistledown is like you know doing the voiceover of like what's the queen to do with yeah well really just 12 bad children but like not a, when she's this whole thing of like ma- making pairings and matchmaking and none of her kids are married yeah. with no heirs yeah but i like how it's not even just stuff. assumed that the oldest one will be the heir she's just like any of you like any of you at this point what <laughs> of you have i do love when funny. her son is like crying and she's like sorrows and prayers sorrows yeah. and prayers <laughs> like, they're there <laughs> I also like there's a scene it's like Christmas time they're like getting the Christmas tree ready and like the th- three of her daughters uh who aren't married are like there doing like a dollhouse thing and she's like is embroidery gonna like get me a grandchild like all this stuff <laughs> she's like what if um I forgot how she put it but she's like what if like a hunter man just like appeared into the into the garden like would you be ready and and they're like what could we like marry the a hunter man and no. she was like absolutely not I sound to be ready anyway. Yeah. Well, she's just like, I've given you drawings. I explained to you exactly how it all works. Like, yeah, she's so funny. It's very funny interaction with her and her kids. She's just like so over them. She's like, you're yeah. one of you. And then the son, she's like, eventually, well, the son, the kids are being kind of brats also because. They're oh, they're like, all terrible. We can't just not marry someone we don't love. I was like, your mom, like, had to just like get married. Exactly. She didn't even know the guy she was marrying. And. Um, but eventually she brings in these princesses and she's like, oh, here's princess whatever and princess whatever. And then they're like, okay, nice to meet you. We'll call on you later. And then she's like, they're like, oh, who were that? The two sons are like, oh, those are your future wives, your brides. <laughs> yeah, you're getting married <laughs> next getting married week. Yeah. <laughs> the best is then they try to come back with their eldest brother who is, you know, Prince of Wales. And they're like, well, he is, you know, regent since, you know, father is, you know, not ruling or whatever. And, you know, he has to approve everything. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Um, you know, I, I overstepped. My bad. My bad. And then she's like, turns to the oldest son. She's like, Georgie boy, tell the, tell your brothers that you approve of their <laughs> yeah. marriages. It's like, what is this plan? Like, <laughs> and he just immediately is like, yep, He's like, good, I approve. I approve. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, so funny. Yeah. But, in, and then we also have some storyline between, in the present timeline between Charlotte, or not Charlotte, sorry, Violet and Violet Bridgerton. Yeah. And uh, Lady Danbury. Yeah. Which and, I think is kind of fun. I mean, obviously they've always been social, but it was interesting because we, in the previous timeline, we actually see their age difference a bit more yes. because um, Lady Danbury clearly yeah, is. Yeah, what do you think the age difference is? Because I'm not clear about how old she is in, like, the... I would think maybe, like, ten years, because, like, if she's already had four kids with that guy, or, you know, with the um, Lord Danbury, like, 
you know, if they Maybe got married, also- if they got married when she was like 16 even, yeah. and then had four kids by like 22 or something. Mm-hmm. And then, um, when they showed Violet, um, not Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of her last name before that. Ledger, I think. Ledger. Um, she was maybe like, you know, 12 or 13, I would think. Because yeah. she, she wasn't out in society yet. No, no, no. True. Um, so, yeah, we get... But it was nice to see their friendship. Mm. Like, you know, I think there were some good points about, you know, every... All these ladies, older, mature ladies of the ton... They're all, like, obsessed with, like, getting all the young people married off. Yeah. But then it's kind of, like, especially like, if they're widowed or whatever, like, they've lived lives and they, they yeah. know what's up. And, and in th- they don't ever get to talk about in it. In theory, anymore. like, Violet Bridgerton is only, like, 40. Like, Yeah. She can get married again. Yeah. But I think to the point is, like, do you want to get married again? Or, like, you know, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. It was just funny eh. when she's, like, I almost asked a footman just to lay on top of me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was just hysterical. Yeah. I kind of assumed that Lady Danbury was like, you know, just doing her own, doing, like, I feel like they kind of imply that, like, she hadn't been with that many people over the years, like, but I kind of just assumed she's, like, doing her thing, girl. Yeah. I was like, but, um, so we, but we have some, like, I would think so, violent. especially because in season two of Bridgerton, they talk about, like, how she would, like, go to France and stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. I hope so. I feel I like, so. Yeah. Um, because we get a scene in the past where, so, so Lady Danbury decides she wants to host the first ball of the season, which is interesting because in Bridgerton, she always hosts the first ball of the season, mm-hmm. so clearly that becomes a thing. Yep. But she, she's maneuvering people, which is fun to watch because the princess, whatever, whatever her name is, the... I don't know, Catherine Stark is... <laughs> No, but I mean, like, the mom of George, Princess... Yeah, whatever, Princess something, I don't know. She wants all this info, and she, she knows that Lady Danbury's been called to the castle, or whatever, Buckingham House, and so she's trying to get info, it's like, have they consummated the marriage? Like, what's going on? And so she kind of uses that, like, mm-hmm. you know, relationship, and she's like, I want to host the first ball of this season, and the... She's like, no, no, that can't happen. So then she sends out invitations, though, just to say, like... Yep. It's happening, and they're like, "All right," um, and then, but then no one's like, "They're not gonna come" or whatever, and and uh, then she like kind of talks to Queen Charlotte, and she's like, basically, like the walls of your castle are too high. Like you need to like help some of us that are trying to like take our place in society. You know, like yeah. So they end up coming to the ball, um, and Lady Danbury's a success and her husband's really like is like stoked she's like oh because i'm so important and everyone realizes and that's why everyone showed up but obviously she's doing all the work yeah then anyways later that night you know things are happening and then all of a sudden like he falls off the bed or whatever and she's he like, just has a heart attack he has a, he heart, has a heart attack, attack and, dies. and dies and she's like so happy <laughs> it's over um, I just like that her and her maid had like a oh they had a protocol secret. they had like oh, yeah. they, it was like operation they're like engage operation K like it's time like yeah because she was it's happening like, came out she's like you don't have to pull a draw baths as often because she'd always like take a bath after like their time together her and her husband and she's like oh my god has it happened and they're like <laughs> she's like okay I'll go back in and she like screams and the maid like, oh. like yeah it was a whole production it was funny. 
But then we learn that she's come from the family in, like, Sierra Leone, and she was basically promised as, like, a child to this guy, and, like, she yep. kind of has just been raised to be, like, his perfect wife, and she doesn't really know, like, she's like, what to do, do I have a favorite drink? Do I have a... Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things, like, at least the bit of glimpses we got from his character, it wasn't like, he wasn't, like, a bad guy, he was just old. <laughs> no he was just he was just very old and you know obviously he was like this rich black man from sierra leone like son of the king of sierra leone and so that's why the queen originally tries to offer her money and she's like girl i don't need your money like (laughs) we have plenty of that um yeah but yeah obviously it's just the humongous age gap and you know yeah a little bit of the ick yeah i think she's kind of just like all right i just yeah but, I mean, I think, you know, she does her best to, like, be a good... Yeah. She, she, she like, does all the things, you know, he, he even though the, like, uh, black side of society, they now have all these titles, but they're still not being allowed entry into places mm-hmm. or, like, allowed to go on, like, the hunts or whatever. So it's like she's, as you mentioned, she's, like, using her um, relationship with the queen to wheel and deal with people and, like, the princess mm-hmm. and stuff to like get their side of society um allowed actual so it's like actually proper integration and stuff so but of course her husband is like it's because of me yeah no okay it's not but sure and then um but okay so he dies so the the question is because these people have just newly been given titles there's been no conversation about like so all these it's interesting because like he dies and then all these other you know, people from the black side of the town come to see her. She's like, why are they here? And you, you get a little shout out to um, uh, Duke of Hastings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. So we get get a little glimpse of that. But but because they're basically like, well, what are the rules of inheritance going to be for us? Like, we don't know how that's like, will it be her son that will take on the title or will they anoint a new? Yeah. Take whatever. So like the whole rest of the season she's trying to figure out like i do love she tries to take her son to see the princess mm-hmm. he's like oh i'd like to introduce you to the new lord danbury who's her like four-year-old <laughs> son who's very cute yeah he was cute um and that kind of almost works but then the queen's like little parliamentary guys or whatever like no you Oof. can't you can't approve this yet or whatever we don't know how it's gonna work and um so she's stressed out because, like, she might lose her title, and it seems like her husband actually, like, spend all her money away, so, yep. like, she's kind of like, what do I do? But she doesn't want to, I think it's tough because, like, on the one hand, she's kind of using the queen a bit for her own gains, but also she's also kind of wants to be a friend and, like, doesn't want to, like, use yeah. that relationship. So she's, like, not going to Queen Charlotte to say, like, hey, we... and because... You're the queen, make like, these official. <laughs> yeah. And then, so she's still trying to work through the princess, and I like, there's, did you see the, I don't know how, I can't remember what happened in what episode, but the conversation that Lady Danbury and the princess have at some point where Lady Danbury starts crying, did you see that No. Okay. Well, there's a scene where that happens, and the princess is like, stop, what? (laughs) Basically gives her a speech to be like, you know, I had to, when the, my husband died, I had to like, throw myself to the feet of like, the current king mm-hmm. and it, he wasn't a nice man and she's like i got bruises but i had to like cover up the bruises and soldier on she's like cover up your bruises and she basically like gives her props she's like i don't like you but our little interactions have been you know <laughs> fun or whatever you know yeah. so um 
So that plays out. And then, so yeah, as far as Queen Charlotte and George, they kind of like have this whole thing where they're like together, but they like seeming like hate each other, but they're still like, you know, trying to make an heir or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they, she eventually gets pregnant and he freaks out. And we kind of like don't really know. I, I don't, they never really define what his deal is. I think he just has like mental illness or something. Yeah, or I think like, they kind of get away with it because he is like known as like the mad king or whatever and there's historians mm, and everybody okay. disagree on like I think there's like things that they used to say he had and newer historians say that they think he actually was just bipolar mm. um, but of course mental health treatments in the late 1700s yeah. were not nothing great. Or like terrible so it's just kind of like I think in the show they get around it and that it's just an unknown mental well, illness. Well I feel like what's interesting is in the original run of Bridgerton when you see the king I think I kind of assumed it was like an Alzheimer's situation yeah. or something because he was older Me too. Like, oh well he's probably just whatever and they don't want anyone to know but it's becomes very clear that he's had this situation like all his life where he kind of like has these like breaks with reality i guess or it's like it seems yeah, to come on something. when like there's stressful situations and like he doesn't know how to handle them and just probably just like the pressure put on him from like the day he was born you know yep um so she eventually learns this after he like she wakes up and he's like writing on a wall <laughs> and then he runs out into the garden like naked and and like she's able to lure him back inside and she's kind of like She's just, like, pissed that nobody told her about it, you know? I don't yeah. even think she's mad about the situation. And then, but, of course, George, like, retreats because he's like, oh, she can't see me like this. Yeah, he goes back to his, like, medieval torture doctor. I know. That guy. Psycho. Yeah. I like when there's a point where the queen, she becomes pregnant and, like, but she's, like, alone and lonely. And Brimsley's like, maybe she should talk to, like, the king's therapist or whatever again and the other Reynolds is like no absolutely yeah. not yeah definitely Stop. definitely no definitely no oh we haven't really talked about the really the uh our two our two footmen our two like royal I don't know yeah. our two royal assistants yeah our two royal assistants we've got Brimsley who's the queens and then Reynolds who's the king but and they have their and they have their own little dalliance they have their own little dalliance that we get like little fun glimpses into Cute. but um, it's just interesting because I feel like Brimsley's like, let's try to like be partners in like this whole situation. And Reynolds is still very like, I can't say anything. Yeah, like, I have to like but, protect the king. And so, and he does try, but it's like, yeah. you know, um, so we get some fun interaction there and, um, they're cute. And then yeah. we have a little, oh wait, you probably didn't see that. They have like a cute, they have some. So we don't really know what has happened to them Reynolds in the, nope. the, in the present timeline because we have not yeah. seen him. Because we don't Maybe. ever see the king, so we don't know what's up with him. Um. So let's see. They end up having the baby, and I mean, it's just kind of like back and forth with her trying to figure out how to kind of keep him on this side of, like, reality and then mm-hmm. in the past and then, like, having babies and navigating that and trying to think oh well lady danbury after she her husband dies she ends having a little like 
she she goes on walks so she's kind of like i don't know what to do with myself and then she meets <laughs> uh lord ledger who's apparently their properties like are up against each other and that's actually violet bridgerton's father yeah only slightly awkward and um i did like his little spiel about like well i used to call them walks but now i call them rambles because yeah. <laughs> it's like socially appropriate yeah to go on a ramble <laughs> Yep, yeah. And I was like, wow, I feel that. <laughs> I like how uh, when they show up for the ball, because, like, Lord Letter's wife is all like, oh, God, I can't believe it. But he's yeah. like, I like you, Lady Danbury. Let us be friends. And he's like, <laughs> Violet's, like, making all these arguments. She's like, why shouldn't these people be part of it? Like, they yeah. went to the same schools you did. They Sometimes they went to better schools and whatever. Yeah. And so, um, but, yeah, they start up a little walking, rambling friendship. But then it clearly... Yep. develops into more feelings yep. and they eventually act on those feelings mm-hmm. at least once you don't <laughs> so far nothing else but um the reason why there's some suspicion in the current timeline is that like her dad violet's dad made these little birthday hat things and mm-hmm. lady danbury had been like it's my birthday next week and i don't even know like you know whatever and yep. so he makes her hat and she eventually like Pulls out the hat and Violet sees it and there's kind of, she's kind of like, hmm, 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 interesting. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's some stuff that happens in like the last episode, but I guess we'll just, we'll leave you to watch that on your own. <laughs> Sorry, should I, uh, I like plug my ears and you can just tell the people? <laughs> no, no. The people will probably watch. But I will say that there's very cute ending i feel like so i'm interested to see if they're gonna do another season of this like what is the it's kind of like i don't know are there more stories to tell i guess is the question yeah could we get like other little prequel stories like you know get like a violet ledger to bridgerton tale yeah because she at some point needs to meet her own little whatever Mm -hmm. edmund i guess and um trying to think and we haven't met like the duke of hastings wife who we know is like best friends with lady danbury at some point yeah and maybe they bring in uh the featheringtons like (laughs) maybe whatever her (laughs) maiden name is i don't know but like that'd be funny um but yeah so it'll be interesting because i just don't know how much there is left on like the queen charlotte and george storyline like as far as something they're in love we understand he has this his whole you know condition yeah condition she's probably just going to be helping him with that for like her entire life and she still is um and so yeah. i don't know but i do I like know, getting, i like getting the little prequel nuggets of the other characters and um yeah then also like it's almost like because the current time is set after season two, yeah. so it's kind of like an in between seasons. Yeah, because the because the mom or Violet Bridgerton is talking about how like everyone people Anthony's on his honeymoon or whatever, so clearly mm-hmm. like that has already happened. And she's talking about how Penelope and uh whatever the other daughter's name is are in a fight. Eloise. Eloise, yes, it's yes. And then so yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, I liked. All the characters that we were introduced to, but I just don't know how much more, like, what other stories there are to tell from that world at this point. But yeah. I don't think there would be necessarily any more to tell from, like, the queen as the central yeah. 
character in the flashbacks, but maybe he has some others. Like, I think they, if they did, like, a Lady Danbury and they kept, like, exploring her, they could potentially, you know, they could have scenes with Queen Charlotte in them, but yeah. I don't know. Because I, I feel like they wrapped it up very nicely, like, with the Queen and George storyline in the very end. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know who else they could do. I kind of want to know, like, is there any other dalliances with Lord Ledger and Lady Danbury, or is it just like a, was it just like a one-time thing and <laughs> longing from afar? I don't know. don't know. So, yeah, but I, I mean, I think I enjoyed it. I'm glad. I was like, Great. Yeah, it was a cute, a cute little return to some, like, period dramedy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like for Netflix in a time where there's not really anything else on the television. So but I think there will be some stuff though because I think that I think Heartstopper might be coming out, like another season of that. I think mm-hmm. I feel like I saw something else. Never have I ever seen out. So yeah. I think we've got some stuff coming, but oh, I think the the to all the boys, whatever the kitty one. Oh yeah, the the sister out. one. So we've got some stuff, but it was a fun little. Return to Bridgerton. Do we know when Bridgerton season three, which I feel like I'm not going to like, is coming out? No, I have no idea. I'm sure no matter what, it'll be delayed anyway. True. Oh, true. The writer's strike. I wonder if they filmed it before that that happened. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're not going to like it. And I'm also just annoyed that they're not doing book three because that one's like a very like, um, it's like a meat they meet at a masquerade. Mm. And so then they, when they meet again, they like don't know that it's each other. And it's like very Cinderella-esque. I feel like it's a good one. Is that for Anthony? Or not Anthony, uh, Benedict? Benedict? Yeah. Who's my favorite character? <laughs> yeah, I think that's everyone's favorite at this point. <sighs> Maybe they're saving that. They're like, we gotta get the stupid Colin storyline over with because <laughs> everybody likes him. I feel like everyone likes Poppy and no one likes Colin, so. Yeah, Rightfully so. True. That's why I wanted them, I mean, I've said this a million times, but I just wanted them to introduce a Scottish <laughs> Highlander for her. Who cares yeah. about Colin? Colin sucks. Time for a rewrite. Ugh, whatever. But yeah, that's uh, that was Queen Charlotte. You'll have to tell me what you think after you watch the rest <laughs> the ending. of it. I know, I'm you so give us a, The next time we record, you can give us a I'll give a two-minute breakdown. Yeah, two-minute exactly. breakdown. <laughs> um, but thought everyone acted well. Enjoyed all the characters. But yeah, Lady Danbury's the best. We can all agree. Agatha. Agatha Danbury. Absolutely. But yeah, I think that's it for this week. I don't know what we'll watch next week. We'll have to see what's what's coming. But yeah, it's probably I don't one know. of those things I just mentioned. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteSisterPod or shoot us an email at MyFavoriteSisterPod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.